0: Well, we're still in the midst of a special series that I'm hosting, May is for Mamas, in honor of Mother's Day and all that we do on a daily basis and how our culture really doesn't value mamas quite like it should. I thought it'd be fun to put together some special episodes just for our mamas out there. So you can expect two episodes a week, one released every Tuesday and the other every Friday during the month of May. And I'll be alternating between myself teaching a practical topic and having a special guest who brings her own expertise and wisdom that will help lift your load a little and encourage you. Now, the day that this episode comes out is May 5th, which means we are two days away from my sweet mom's birthday. And in light of May is for Mamas, Mom, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday on the podcast and let you know how much I love you and how thankful I am uh, that all of these things I'm talking about this month, I really learned from the best mom that I ever could have. So thank you. I love you and happy birthday. Today I am going to share some practical mama hacks, particularly for mamas who have kids under five. I was originally just gonna do five or 10 and then I put it to Instagram and man, y'all came through. You taught me so much more than I ever could have taught you on my own. So five or 10 mama hacks for kids under five turned into 40 hacks that I'm gonna share today. And I didn't even include all of them. So get ready because even if you just take two or three of these and apply them to your home or they're new to you for the first time, you want to just incorporate them into your life and your routine. I really think your life and your momming is just going to get a little bit easier. You're listening to Work and Play with Nancy Ray, episode 57. Much of our daily lives can be divided into two categories, work and play. Simply put, that's where our life and our legacy take place. This podcast is all about learning to work and play well, which leads to a healthy soul and a fulfilling life. Listen in. Because there are so many hacks to share with you today. Also, by the word, I hate the word hacks. It's so weird. I don't know. I... Tips, tricks, I, I figured it was the best word to use. Anyway, I thought since there are so many, I would break them up into a few categories. So what we're gonna do, I'm gonna walk you through them. We're gonna get straight to it. And the categories you can expect are food, travel, routines, clothing and laundry, bath time, and just for mama. Here's the deal, okay? Mamas are no joke. You know this if you're a mom listening. It's no joke. And it's all about the little things that really makes all the difference for us. And disclaimer, there's gonna be some talk about some gross stuff because that's what we deal with on a day-to-day basis as moms. So just know if you're listening, you have been warned. All right, let's jump in to 40 mama hacks for kids under five. First, let's talk about food. Now, some of these things are tips that I actually incorporate and do in my own family, but some are not. Some of these, like I said, are from Instagram, from other moms who do these things. And honestly, I want to incorporate all of these things in my life. And I hope that it'll make your life a little bit easier. So we're going to start with food. Uh, The first one I'm going to start with is lunch prep the night before. This is something my friend told me that I should do like months ago. And I was like, yeah, 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 it's fine. Like, you know, preschool lunches are very easy. They're not, they don't require a lot of me. And so I would just do them the morning of, but let me just vouch for this one and say, if you can prepare lunch the night before, it is a game changer. It, that one little thing made our mornings so much smoother. Okay, second one, muffin tin lunches or dinners. So basically you just get out your muffin tin and you fill all of the little uh, muffin things, muffin pockets, muffin spaces. I do not know what you call them. You fill them up with different snacks. Uh, and there's a ton of variety and the kids can pick and choose what they want and they feel like it's really cool. So that's a win. I actually have never done this, but I can't wait to try it. Okay. The third one is to use a pizza cutter or kitchen scissors to cut everything, especially for little kids. A mom messaged me and said, listen, if you aren't using a pizza cutter." To basically cut up all of your toddler's food, you're wasting a lot of time. It's super fast. So, incorporating a pizza cutter into normal meal prep or kitchen scissors. That's another one a lot of people said. All right, the next one is don't buy different color plates and bowls. Just everything's the same color. I love this idea. We have multicolored plates and bowls in our home. And I'm gonna tell you, Millie and Lyndon every day, kind of argue who is going to have the pink one because the pink is superior in our home. And so I just thought this would really make my life a lot easier if we just had everything in the same color. That was really interesting. All right. Put all the kids stuff on the lower shelves in the kitchen that they can reach. So their bowls, their plates, their utensils, maybe even put them in like a little basket or a box. Um, Their cups, their sippy cups, put everything on the lower shelves that they can reach in the kitchen. This actually just reminded me of another one that you can get, which I really want to try this, but you can get a milk dispenser. Like, I don't know how it works. So full disclaimer, I heard this on another podcast and I'm just adding this in kind of on the fly as it crossed my mind right now. But you can put your milk jug like in the door and then have a little milk dispenser so they can open the fridge and get their own milk. And it's like a start, stop, top. Anyway, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to try to leave a link for that in the show notes if I can find it. Okay, the next one is apple juice. So my sister taught me this. I think it's a great little hack. You know, when you stick the straw in the apple juice and you give it to your kid and they squeeze it because they're so excited and it squirts all over them and then they cry and they're cold and they want to change. Well, if you take the tabs on... Either side, they're like the little triangle tabs, and flip them up uh, every time before you give your kid the apple juice container. And then you tell your child, hold it by these little tabs. Don't grab onto the whole body of the container, but just hold it by the tabs. They don't squeeze it, and they can just hold it by the tabs and drink out of it. It's really great. My sister taught me that. It is a great hack, and it really allows for the kids to drink and not make such a big mess, which is great. Okay, so that is it for the food category. Uh, let's go to the next category, which is travel. Now we're going to get a little bit gross here. All right. So one mom told me always keep Ziploc bags in the car, like gallon bags in the car, because if someone gets sick, needs to barf, you can use those bags because they seal. And so it contains the, it, it contains it all the smell, the yuck, all of it is contained, which I thought is really gross because it's clear, but it's also really helpful Because it seals, and I just had never thought about that. So I'm going to be putting some of those in my car. Uh, Always keep disposable chuck pads on hand for changing blowouts. So you know those, you know those little disposable chuck pads you had in the hospital, Um, or even um, like puppy dog pads is another thing that you can buy. Basically, having those on hand all the time in your diaper bag or in your car, so that when there is a blowout in the car seat, which inevitably happens to all of us, you can put the baby on that and you're not getting blankets dirty and you're not getting the back seat of the car dirty, you're not getting all these other things gross in the car. You can just put the baby on that, get all the poop on that, and then just throw it away, which is wonderful. Um, Kristen, my friend, is actually the one who wrote messaged me and told me about this. And she said one time it really saved not only her, but a friend or like a a stranger that she saw that was having a blowout. She like ran over and gave one to them and she was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I just thought it was a cute story. Okay, the next one is when you're out and about, all of your kids get in on one car door. So if you have multiple kids under five, they're obviously all still in car seats and uh, getting them in and out of the car is just difficult, especially when you have to like keep an eye on them and they're just standing there in the parking lot and you put one in one side and you walk all the way around, put the others in. It's way more safe to just have them all enter the same door of the car. This is something I started doing, but I didn't really consciously think about it. And so when I got an instant message about this, I was like, that is so smart. Just say, this is the rule. This is what we do. Everyone get in and out on the side. And kids are fine. They can crawl over and under car seats. They can get in. It's totally fine. I just thought it was a great safety tip. All right, the next one, I love this one. This is one I have not done, but I definitely plan on doing this. Put a Target bag or some sort of grocery bag in the center console of your car. So you know that little console that like flips up? Take everything out of it, line it with like a Target bag or grocery bag, and it's instantly transformed into a little trash receptacle in your car with a lid on it, which is so great because there's trash that always... Is built up in the car and always on the floor. But when they say, here, mommy, here, mommy, take the trash. I can take it and I know exactly where to put it. So I'm definitely going to be cleaning out that center console and turning it into a little trash receptacle. I thought that was really smart. Okay. Next is keep an extra change of clothes for each kid in the car uh, with emergency diapers and wipes as well. My friend Valerie does this really well. She always has this little Tupperware container in the back of her car with like two outfit changes for each kid, extra diapers, extra wipes, maybe some snacks, maybe some things like anything you think of that you could need in a pinch. Just create like a little bag or a little Tupperware container of the things that you might need so that you're never without. And it also allows you to be more of a yes mom. You know, if you're out and about and the kids wanna go play in the creek or get muddy or run through a sprinkler, It allows you to say yes to more opportunities like that because maybe you forgot to pack an extra outfit for them that day. Well, problem solved. You now always have an extra outfit for them in the car. And I think the important thing to note here is when you use that extra outfit, make sure when you get home to replace it right away. Well, I hope you're enjoying the special month, May is for Mamas, where I've designed every episode to speak some encouragement and life and hopefully give some practical advice to every mama who's listening, as well as bring on some pretty incredible guests, mamas that I personally admire so much. If you haven't heard, we're doing something super fun this month, and I've linked Arm with every guest who's going to be on the show, and we're bringing you an amazing giveaway. You could win a month of free Pilates, the best today guide to make your days more intentional, some beauty counter cleansing balm, an amazing meal planning guide, and my new legacy photo system, which is a course that teaches you how to organize all of your photos once and for all. To enter to win all of these things, head to nancyray.com maymama. We'll announce the winner on my blog on June 1st, so you have all month long to enter. That's nancyray.com slash m-a-y-m-a-m-a. Okay, next, we're going to move to the routines category. This is basically just some little tips that you can incorporate into your daily routine that will help things run a little bit smoother. So the first thing is for you to just have a rough routine that you stick to every single day. And I think with little kids, for me, personally speaking, my own experience, you know, I've got a four-year-old, two-year-old and one-year-old right now. It's really hard to kind of stick to our routine or even make a routine because I feel like there's just so many different needs going on all the time. And we do have a rough routine we stick to every day. But the other day I sat down and I wrote out, especially in this time of quarantine, I wrote out just some boundaries, some things that we wanted to stick to every day. And when I knew that, and I had it on paper and black and white, and I kind of stuck to it for the first few days and I communicated it to my kids, it really helped things run a lot more smoothly. Okay, the second thing with routines is to save TV time or screen time for dinner prep time. This is something that I've done. A couple other moms messaged me and said they did the same thing, where basically you say no TV until mama's prepping for dinner. And that gives you a little bit of time As a mom to kind of gather your thoughts and have a few quiet moments before dinner and also cook and take out the hot stuff and do all that without little kids running around your feet, but just preparing their expectations during the day to say, we're not going to watch TV at all today until dinner prep really helps. I started doing this a few weeks ago and I told Millie the night before, this is what we're going to do. And now this is what we do every Monday through Friday. Unless someone's not feeling well or it's super rainy, of course, we'll kind of tweak our routine. But yeah, I just thought that was a good tip. If, if you just lay that out ahead of time, then you kind of know what to expect yourself and you can tell your kids what to expect. And I will say just a heads up if you've never done this before and if you watch TV a lot more than this, it's okay. No guilt, no shame, totally fine. I'm just going to give you a heads up if you want to try this. There's going to be about three days of detox that takes place and you're going to be cursing my name for a few days. Be like, Nancy, what? Why did you recommend this? This is terrible. The kids hate it. I'm melting down. I need my sanity. But let me just encourage you, stick to it for three days, and then watch something click. Something will shift after the three-day mark, and they will be more adjusted to their routine. They're going to start being more creative on their own. I promise it, it happens for us every time after vacation because this rule doesn't apply to us on vacation. Every time there is like a three-day detox for us to get back into the no-watching kind of routine. So just a heads up there. Okay, next is to make dinner during nap time. I talked about that with Kate in the last episode. Next is when they drop their naps, continue a quiet time or alone time for your kids. And I've talked about the time timer And a few episodes, it's in my corner store if you wanna go there and check it out. But it's a visual timer for kids to watch the time for an hour so they know how much time they have left. And I'm also gonna leave a link in the show notes to my friend Emily Thomas's blog post on quiet time and how they've done it in their house. And it was really helpful for me. Um, I just really enjoyed that blog post. So if you don't have a quiet time or rest time and you wanna incorporate that, um, that's gonna be a good resource for you. All right, next, run the dishwasher every night. Very simple. To incorporate in your routine. Next, use a programmable wake-up light or an OK to wake clock so your kids are signaled when it's time to get out of the bed. Make sure that you put your bedtime routine in pictures. Okay, this is really great for toddlers, and I learned this from one of my favorite parenting courses, Positive Parenting Solutions, uh, with Amy McCready, and I'll leave a link for that in the show notes as well. But She teaches you if you're having a, if you're on the struggle bus for bedtime, which a lot of us can be, and kids start to manipulate and push boundaries and whine, and it's just really stressful. Putting a bedtime routine in pictures can really help kids sequentially go through the steps they need to get to bedtime. And then it empowers them to do it by themselves. And then you set that time timer during that time as well. And when the time goes up, you just say, Hey, you know, the time's up, it's time to get in the bed lights out no matter what. And if if they, you know, if the time timer goes up and they haven't read a book yet, well, they lose out on the book for that night. And it teaches them time boundaries and helps them, um, yeah, to just kind of self-propel themselves through their nighttime routine. Okay, let's move on to the clothing and laundry category. First step is to have one color socks for every kid. Our sock bins right now are out of control. I have all kinds of sizes, all kinds of colors, stripes. I don't even know whose is whose Beaufort wears his sister's socks half the time. Like, it's just insane. And I love this. I really want to just throw out all of the socks that we have and get a pack of white socks for Millie, uh, purple socks for Lyndon, gray socks for Beaufort, whatever. Just one color socks for each kid. I think that's going to make my life so much easier. On that note, keeping solid pants that are easy to match. I thought it was so funny. A mom messaged me and was like, solid pants. I was like, how is that a mom hack? What do you mean by that? And she was like, well... If you're trying to empower them to dress themselves, you don't want pants that are crazy patterns or maybe that won't match. Like just keeping their pants and their clothes almost like a capsule wardrobe, like very solid things that are easy to mix and match. It really makes getting dressed a lot easier. I was like, okay, it's a good point. All right, do one load of laundry a day. Love this tip. I thought it was crazy at first. Emily Lay taught me this in her book, Simplified. Simplified. And I I did. I was like, that's too much laundry, but I've started doing it. I've been doing it for about a year now. Game changer. If you aren't doing a load of laundry a day, do it. It really helps you stay on top of things. And I would just kind of add, maybe try to do it six days a week instead of seven, because I really try to take a Sabbath and not work or do a lot of laundry on that seventh day um, or whatever rest day it is. And so just aiming for six days a week is really helpful for us and our family. All right, next up is to layer the bedding on your kids' beds, especially when potty training or when they're sick. So it would look like you putting a mattress pad down, then a sheet, then a mattress pad, then a sheet. You can get these like waterproof liners that are like potty training liners, as well, um, that are really easy to take off. And so we, we did that all through like potty training or, or when they're sick and they're throwing up at night, like it's so much easier instead of having to strip the entire bed and put everything back on in the middle of the night several times, you just take it off and you throw the dirties in the laundry. And then you can put the the kid right back into their crib and go right back to sleep, which is super helpful. All right. Keeping all their shoes and socks in one place next to the door, not in their bedroom, really cuts down on trips up and down the stairs in our house. Instead of folding all of their clothes, this is an interesting one that I think I wanna try. It was really interesting. Uh, someone messaged me about this one. Instead of folding all their clothes and keeping their you know shirts in one drawer and their pants in another, roll them into outfits and put a rubber band around them and then let the kid pick out an outfit. Another mom, she said that she bought one of those like Things that you hang in your closet that are for shoes. It's like a hanging wardrobe rack kind of thing. Anyway, she sticks outfits in each little compartment for her kids. I thought that was really interesting as well. All right, keeping an empty bin in their closet to toss clothes into when they no longer fit. This is something that's been really helpful For me, as soon as they grow out of something or I'm like, okay, this does not fit you anymore, you just toss it into that bin. And then when that bin gets full, you can go back in and fold them and store them in some uh, clothing containers if you want to keep them. And then I loved this tip from a mom with a baby, I'm sure. Only buy pajamas with zippers. Don't do all of the buttons because when you're trying to button like 28 buttons in the middle of the night, it's just time consuming and hard and you can't see and... Yeah, enough said. Only buy pajamas with zippers for babies. All right, let's talk about bath time. There were so many tips about bath time. I'm just gonna fly through these because I thought these were great. Uh, The first is for mom. Just work or decompress or do something for yourself while the kids are in the bath. Obviously, they need to be of age where they can sit upright and be in the bath safely by themselves, but use that time when they get a little bit older for yourself. You know, bring your laptop in there, let them play. Just have a minute, make yourself a cup of decaf coffee in the afternoon and just like sit there and let them play. Next up, popsicle baths, balloon baths, just blow up some empty balloons and put them in the bathtub and they can play with the balloons. Painting in the bath using that washable finger paint that you can get like on Amazon or in Target and just letting them go to town all over the walls of the bathtub, in the shower, It is a mess, but you can just spray it off really fast, easy cleanup, and they love it. Legos bath, Hot Wheels bath. I thought anything you can take and put in the bathtub with them, it's like making them themed. And then my friend Gina always does glow stick baths. So you get these glow sticks and you break them, they light up, you just turn off the lights and the kids think it's like a party. It's so cool. Another bath time tip is to shower with your kids. Just bring the kids in the shower with you, let them play a little bit. And you also get showered, which is always a plus if you can shower because that's just lovely on the days that you shower. And lastly for bath time is brush their teeth while they're still in the bath. This is something that we do every night. And we kind of like we shampoo them, we wash their bodies, we do a little bit of conditioner, and then we always brush their teeth before they get out. I feel like it's I don't know, it's a little bit more contained. Sometimes brushing their teeth can get messy. And it's just easier. I just have them like spit in a cup and then I just kind of wash their faces off and they're done. It's super easy when they're still in the bathtub. All right, the last handful of tips for today is for you, Mama. So the first one is to pre make your coffee the night before. I cannot tell you how wonderful this is. I've talked about this in other episodes, I think my morning routine episode, but I tell you what, when I wake up and that coffee is hot and ready, it is the thing that gets me out of bed. It is worth it to buy a coffee maker with a programmable function so that it can be hot and ready and waiting for you. The next one is if you can afford it, hire a cleaning lady. Oh, this has saved my sanity over the last year. Next is to swap childcare with friends. Just text a friend and see if maybe they could keep your kids for a few hours and then you keep theirs and just taking time to swap um, that childcare really can allow you to get some things done or just do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself or your home or work on a project. And then lastly, this kind of goes back up to the routine one, but just be super consistent about quiet time every day, about your kids having either a nap time or a quiet time, quiet hour, whatever you want to call it. Um, Emily, my friend I talked about, she, I think she calls it, uh, big girl, quiet hour. And so it makes it exciting and fun um, for her daughter who's doing it. Her son still naps, but just being super consistent about that is going to just give you a little bit of reprieve. And I found that that hour in my day um, is just really, really life-giving. I feel like I can get a little bit more energy um, before prepping for dinner and kind of going about the rest of my day. Well, that's it. I think we ended up with well over 40 hacks or tips for you mamas who have young kids. And I hope this episode was really helpful for you. Even if you adopt only one or two of these, I hope that it's beneficial for you and it makes your life just a little bit easier. the Work and Play Corner store and I may get a small commission from anything bought through these links, which I always appreciate because it helps me continue to bring this podcast to you every week. Also, just so you know, it's never any more expensive for you. It's always the same price. So I think it's a win-win. Today, I'm not going to be adding a book, but I'm going to be adding three things that I mentioned in the episode today. First is the okay to wait clock that we use. Second is the waterproof mattress liners that are really easy for changing on your bed. And lastly, I just wanted to mention the time timer again, because it really has helped us in so many ways. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast three times now, but it really is that great. And it's already in the corner store, but I wanted to mention it again. Thanks for listening to episode 57 of Work and Play with Nancy Ray. Everything I've mentioned today can be found in the show notes at nancyray.com podcast slash 57. And you can find me at nancyray.com or follow me at Nancy Ray on Instagram or Facebook almost daily. I'm going to close with words from Ricky Lake, who said, Motherhood is the greatest thing and the hardest thing. See you next time.